He had to get the Whitney on there. That's Whitney right there, if you didn't know. Oh, that sound familiar. Been a lot of mixed reviews about this one, man. Views. Been a lot, a lot of mixed reviews, but we're gonna talk about it on this episode of This Ain't Rocket Science. Episode, what episode are we on? Ten. I feel like I ask that every day or every uh, every episode. Yeah, we had ten, man. We the Don Peace. Don Peace. Shout out to. Shout out to last week, man. These last week numbers been booming. Last week I set the goal at a thousand. Numbers, num- numbers is definitely up. We definitely over a thousand. So thank you for listening, everybody. This is the Tobh Tired of Being Humble official podcast. This ain't rocket science. Nope. <laughs> this ain't rocket science, man. It's your boy Mayno Big G in the building. Episode ten, man. Ten in the books, man. I, 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 ten in the books. What can I? What else can I say? Can ten I say? Tuesdays. Ten Tuesdays. I thought we were gonna quit after one, but we still here. Hey, man. We ain't get canceled yet. It's all about the ratings. All about the ratings. All of it. <laughs> keep bringing us back. Bringing us back for another season, baby. That's what's up, though, man. How? Big news for you, though. You and a couple of other TOBH members, man. Y'all did the Broad Street Run? Oh, yeah, yeah. It finally, it finally went down. We, we've been talking about it. <clears throat> we've probably been talking about it throughout this whole podcast. Absolutely. But, no, shout out to everybody who did the Broad Street Run, run with us. It, it, it definitely wasn't the prettiest day in the world. Nah, man. It was about 45. That's what held me back. I, not, I'm not even on front like I was going to do it. I was going to come out there and support. Right, right, right. It was about 45 degrees out. It was pouring down raining. Right. But shout out to all my homies who it was their first time doing it. Shout out to K Dot, my boy Cody Duckett. Came out and represented, man. Shout out to my, my man War Gang. Core came out all the Rug- way down from Connecticut, man. Rugby Core came down from Boston. Boston, <laughs> Connecticut, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> shout out to my man Rugby Core. Shout out to my man G Stacks did it with us. I didn't even know Stacks was out there. Yeah, G- yeah Stacks came through. Uh, and after that, it was all the usual suspects, man. You know, Oz. Oscar. Myself, Malika Mari, Lil B, Malika Mari. I heard that the B legend. Put, B put the time up. The legend was definitely out there. Bob, fresh off the beach to the Broad Street. Yep, yep, yep. Boy, straight out of Mexico, straight from Mexico. Bane yeah, put, yeah. Bane, Bane, Bane set a TOBH record though. So basically, as I've been telling y'all, the Broad Street runs a ten mile run that, that we've been doing every year. This is my fifth year doing it. But Bane set the record. Bane ran ten miles in about an hour thirteen minutes. Dang. Damn. So in the rain, so who knows if it was a nice, beautiful day? He might have done that thing in a buck, a buck ten, buck oh nine. So shout out to the boy, Lil B. I'm proud of y'all, man. It was a good time. So I, uh, it, it, uh, it was a good day. Like I said, it, it, it was rough out there. It was rough out there. But we came on strong. I ran over my girl. She was she was hyped because we finished together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if that says a lot about you or you. Oh no, no, she did her thing because I, I mean I had some had some technical difficulties during, during the run. Hold up, so like. Cause I'm not a runner, so like, I know everybody had their phone on them. How were y'all? Like, were y'all listening to music? It's wet out there. Like, what were y'all doing to keep? Cause you gotta secure the technology. You gotta. See, we talked about that last episode. Homeboy didn't secure the technology. You gotta, gotta secure the but technology. In a, in a different type of brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pouring down raining, so I wear which is what's called a fuel belt. Okay. Okay. All right. It's almost like a glorified, a hipper. Um, What's that shit called? Oh, here's where uh, pouch fanny pack, fanny pack. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's a little slimmer, a little smaller. You'll never see it because I wear it under my shirt. Uh-huh. I wear it under my shirt. So I, I had a phone in that under one shirt and I wore like a, a windbreaker and I was out there getting busy. Now, my headphones, you know, I, I rocked the uh, the beats by Dre and I just let it rain on you it. Sponsored I, yet? No, I, I'm working on it. Uh-huh. But I just let it rain. I figure, hell, if they break, I'll buy a new pair. Pick the broke pair and a new pair and return them. Hey, that's how, that's, that was my plan. That's been the flim flam for Beats by Dre. Yeah, you Dre can't. ain't caught on yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I made it through. But no, I was having like problems. Like I had, I had a problem with my leg though. But anyway, uh, my baby caught me. She said we got to finish together. That's what's up. And we had about a mile and a half left, and I, I would have been an asshole if I had just left her from there. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we 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 coasted we coasted that joint out. That's what's up. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Oh my god! <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. All that, North Philadelphia zone. All that just cashed the three pointer. 
Kyle Lowry from the opposite foul line just sent this game one of the Eastern semifinals into overtime. Mind you, we started this podcast because we thought this game was over. I thought it was over. I was pissed. Okay, not that I hyped it. Not the opposite foul line, but from half court, half court. Kyle damn. fucking Lowry. God damn, that's crazy, man. Anyway, so it was it was a, it was a, it was a good Sunday, it was a good a good Broad Street run. Yeah, I'm happy he did that because he was fucking up all game. Oh my god, he's pissing me off. Dog. I'm, I'm still not it's sure. Views, account. dog. We did, threw views on, and it's... did he hold? But did he get it off? Okay, yeah, it says yeah, 90, 90. Yeah, All right, yeah. all right. So it's the views, man. We threw views Y'all on. They heard that Drake energy, baby. It's that was views, man. That was a live energy. All right. So anyway, fuck all the other shit. Shout out to my man. Uh, shout out to everybody who did the brushy run with us. Shout out to everybody who came through, supported us. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody who came through to the after party. Shout out to Andre Brett for hosting the after party at his crib. Yeah, you know. Anyway, man, fuck all that shit. Let's get the views, man. Yeah. Cause it might have really, might have been the view energy. Cause like I said, when we st- we started this podcast because we thought game one was over. <laughs> Miami Heat was up about six. What I want to say under a minute ago. It was ago. nineteen seconds left. Right, right. So I'm not. I'm not even sure exactly what happened. Me either. But we look up. Kyle Larry sent it in overtime. That's, let's talk. Let's talk views. Cause it's views, man. I think it's views. So all right, all right. Drake dropped. Drake dropped views on Friday at twelve o'clock. Right. So, what were your thoughts? Like, I don't know if you really let it live on with you. That I. I'm gonna credit you with that term. You gotta let music live with you. You gotta live with it. So. What are your thoughts? I don't know how many times. You said you listened to it a couple times, twice. What are your... All right, these are my thoughts. And, and my thoughts are still developing. Okay. All right. So, I kind of feel like at this point, I honestly can't give it a, a good assessment. I can't say if it's good or bad. Right, right. All right? But what I can say is, I listened to it two whole times. Yeah. And I really don't... I always say you got to live with it. I don't feel like living with it. Okay. Me, personally, I feel like it's too much singing. Okay. All right. Now, I never had a problem with drink singing before. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just got used to him rapping, like we just talked about earlier. Maybe yeah. I just got used to hearing him talk that shit, which I like about Drake. True. But I wasn't really feeling it, and I felt like I was forcing myself to listen to it. And I hate which to is never good, right? Which is right. Which I hate to feel like. All right. Okay. So I w- that's why I feel right now. I don't really- I don't feel like living with it. But have you, you listened me too to much it, singing? Have you listened to it one through twenty, like track one through twenty? I have twice. Okay, so and it, it was a struggle. So let's go. It was let's, a struggle. Let's go rating system. One through ten. What would you give it right now? See, this is a, this is just a, give it to me. Just give it to me but right now. I, I gotta say, I understand. But, I have, give it to but me right let now. me say, I respect greatness. I want to like it. I, I get that. So the the fact that I don't like it, I blame myself. I don't blame Drake as of yet. Okay. I give it a two because I don't play listening to the shit. Okay. Even other albums that I don't like or don't comprehend or don't get all the lyrics, I still feel something about it. I like something about it to make me keep listening. I got you. At this point, I'm only still listening to it because it's Drake, and I feel like I'm wrong for not liking it. So I'm I'm gonna continue to work and like build. I, right and build. And like I mentioned to you earlier, it may be the environment. It could be. Maybe the drive to work wasn't the time for me. Maybe at work with the headphones wasn't the time. Yeah, right, right, right. But earlier today, when you got here, we started sipping and drinking, and we decided to do some research. It started to sound a little better coming off the sound bar. Right, right, right. In the in the main cave. Well, when when we you did some me? research, we we sat down. We were sitting sitting here talking about the show. Talking to the people walking back in the stadium. <laughs> people, <laughs> people, people was about to leave. People walking back in the stadium because he hit the game winner and not in overtime. But um, so we were sitting here talking about talking about the overall album. And um, we likened it to Take Care, his previous, right, right. you know, his his second album. Right, right. Because right. Take Care, it kind of has that same vibe, uh, the same, like, just the same melodic vibe to me. That's what I that's what I think it has, that Take Care vibe. It took me, I'm not going to lie, the first time I listened to it, I was like, eh, I don't know yet. But then I one day I was sitting, maybe it might have been Sunday. Whatever day it was, I was home, uh, and I just threw it on. I was like, yo, this album really vibes. It has a great production value. 40 did his thing on it. And I just, I'm still evaluating like you. I'm still in the evaluation process. It's like right, a combine. Right. And you, and anybody, listen, even if people listen to this and get mad at me, you got to respect the point that I'm still evaluating. Hey, I, and I do, I do. I hate I really that do. I woke up Friday morning. I illegally downloaded it. I'm not afraid to admit it. It don't matter. I and by it. 8.30 on Twitter, people had these brave opinions. I'm right. like, God damn, that ain't even... Don't live with it. Like I feel like this is a theme when new music drops. Right. Me and you always been preaching. You gotta live with it. Be with the music. And like, right. and like I and like I gotta say, like I said a few minutes ago, maybe on the way to work in the whip, maybe at work over the headphones wasn't the right environment. Right. But earlier tonight, when we started doing the research and we started chilling, getting ready for this podcast, it was a good. It sounded a lot better. Right. I started to feel a little bit more. Right. So now, 
you know, I'm gonna start. I'm, I might need to play it again while I'm chilling in my crib. You know what I mean? Yeah, having having a get ready. Right, right, right. Because like I said, I want to like it. I feel you. And at this point, I feel like it's my fault. I don't like it. I'm not gonna blame Drake as of yet. You you blaming yourself? I'm gonna blame myself. I'm gonna take to responsibility. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, not me. I'm a I'm a I'm a Drake fan. Um, he's probably one of my favorite artists. He's not my favorite, but he's one of my favorite artists. I like where he went on this joint. Like I said, if you took Take Care, now both of them are 20 songs. So let's just say you took that 40 song catalog mm -hmm. and you put them into a folder and right. hit random, they would sound like the same album. To I me. totally agree with that. You have to like and views to Take Care. I, I've heard that Take Care is the Old Testament and views is the New Testament. That's a great, that is a great So thing. they kind of go together. They go together. They <laughs> hand in hand, man. Because, like, my thing is when people bring up Drake and. He drops this album, right? And the first track, Keep the Family Close, he's ta he's strictly singing. Like, he is singing. It's a little joke because he got some, like, one-liners in there. So he's joking, but he's singing. People hear that and they either turn it off or they're like, oh, this nigga's singing. Have y'all not witnessed the eight years that this man has been doing music? He came on the scene singing. He came in as a combo guard. Yeah, right. So, like, for you to say, oh, yeah, he can only go left. Eight years into the game, you you already know he only right. goes left or he goes left and right. In this he, case, he's a switch hitter. Exactly, absolutely. So you can't step into the you know I mean the box, getting ready to throw a pitch and realize, hey, I ain't ready for this the switch hitter. He, he that's what he do. He sings, he raps. So I hate when people judge him strictly. Like, oh, he rap. He's singing too much. He's not doing enough rapping. And I think you brought up a good point a second ago. People were used to hearing that Drake that hopped on beats for the last previous couple months. He See, had a couple. He had a couple projects where he was just killing beats. He had the Future Project. He had uh, not nothing was the same. But if you're reading this, it's too late. Right. So like, he had a couple projects where he was just flowing. Now he drops this album, which is a body of work. Like, right. what do you what do you really expect from this man? What else do you expect? It's Drake. So how are you gonna be mad when he does it? Right. Right. Yeah. I I, I totally agree. I mean, it's and and some other artists like I, I let me say Kendrick Lamar cuz I think Kendrick Lamar came out of nowhere with Pivot Butterfly he kind of completely like switched the whole he like switched the music game on his ear with Pimper Butterfly I like the CD but it took a while for me to like it cuz it was completely different to his previous stuff so like when artists evolve they start doing different things they start getting comfortable more comfortable with themselves more comfortable comfortable in what they're doing so you got to evolve with the artist. It's like living with the music. You got to evolve with the artist. If I'm a fan of an artist, I'm going to evolve with them. I like that. I like that. And I'm all for evolving. That's what I'm going to do, but man. Back to your Kendrick Lamar thing. I like Good Kid, Mad City. That joint was crazy. That's a classic. Right. That was that was classic. A certified classic. Now, to Pippa Butterfly, I blame myself. Because you didn't... I couldn't catch on. I feel you. I, I tried. It was it was over my head. I feel you. And I wasn't going to force myself. I feel you. But, but now with Jay-Z... I'm all for his and his, you know, the way he's grown and yeah. Because when he dropped that, what was, what was the first joint where you can tell that like, oh, he's on a different page? It was the shit with the um, not Kingdom Come. Yeah, Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come. And I'm all for his resolution. I've been able to follow it. You know what I'm saying? But Ken, that's another awesome. great example. Jay Z, Jay Z, you can't talk about being on the block after you a billionaire. Your wife, right, be right, 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 right. You got to switch it up. But so I feel like, like I feel like the way he was moving it was easy to follow, and I was with him. Yeah. Kendrick. Kend Kendrick totally lost me. He, Ooh, he's to Pimp Butterfly. I don't. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, you know what? When I I had to read and like I had to read why he called it to Pimp Butterfly, and I had to do a whole bunch of research to really figure it out. I'm, I'm not that, that committed. And that that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to live with these artists. You got to figure out like until I read that on Kendrick on to Pimp Butterfly, I saw where he was going. Then all the stuff on the Wesley uh, Snipes and the taxes and all that, like how the system is pimping black people to, like, it, it just made sense to me. And I was like, okay, cool. And I feel like this album's like that. I feel like a lot of albums are like that, period, because, you know what I mean, music is art. So you got to live be that with deep. the yeah, artist, it should, it should be that deep. It should be, because they care about it. You can't just throw on something. I don't want to, I don't want to listen to something that's not going to have no longevity. Let me put it like that. Unless it's like, unless I'm listening to like a party track, some little Uzi, some French Montana. No, yeah, right, right, I feel you. So, I mean, in, in totality, I'm going to give views an incomplete. All right? An incomplete. And, and another thing about, another thing about, I definitely should at least touch you until you tiptoe down the steps. That's, 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 that's out of town Molly again, man. Out of town Molly. Mal, Mal, come in and take a seat, man, because we... 
We're talking. Let me fill up real quick. We talk. We talk. Uh, he gonna that's, fill up that's real Molly quick. Molly at the bar again. Y'all know it's Molly. Anytime y'all hear like a a crazy sound or just just a nigga walking in or not giving a fuck. God, God damn, like that nigga back there making popcorn, bro. But no, in totality, I definitely gotta give right now. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give views incomplete. And another thing about views is. Is what I don't like is I kind of feel like it's been raining ever since views came out. Yeah, it, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? The weather's been nasty here. In that might be by by design because this is definitely not. some some rain some rain music. That that brings up something that I was thinking like with views the the whole like, the album has a real rainy wet dark dreary feel. Right, right. And it has a winter vibe. You can even see in like the booklet it had the shots of him like. Holding a dog and in the snow, snow all over yeah, the place. Yeah, so yeah. it had a real. It almost makes me think he had, he he wanted to bring it out around like October and around his birthday since he did that with the, I think his last two albums, but then he didn't. I don't know. Like I gotta I gotta do some more research and figure out why it didn't happen right there. Maybe right. it just wasn't time. Yeah. And then that one and that one um what was that track when he was talking about Meek in the Thirty for Thirty? He was like, before you know it, it'll be January in no time. Oh yeah yeah. So right. I kind of I always thought you know what I mean the album would be out in January. But um, I don't know. But that's, that's a good point though, cause cause all all the visuals for the album, it's definitely dumb winter out there. Dumb winter, it's cold. Big as ass shit. fur coats on and shit. Cold as shit. They said it look like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> they said it looked like a, a Grand Theft Auto, Auto loading screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's real shit though. It, it, it definitely does. But man, I, I mean, I, you know, I might have to give it an incomplete too. If I was degraded, I'd probably give it a five right now, cause I ain't fully listened to it, and I skip around a lot. Like I, I, I hit don't something. like that skip shit. I like the listen. If it's an album. I want to play it. Yeah. Like J. Cole album, you can play front to back. You can play that joint front to back. You can start it, stop it, go to work, come back home, get back in the car, start it. It's funny. That's right. Yo, when So Far Gone first came out, Mally sitting down. Shout out to Mally. I, I think I think you were the first person. to put you on. Thank you. All right. Thank oh, you. you know what? Thank you. I said that, didn't I? He gave me on the Drake. He gave, he gave you your props like before you got it. See, listen. Yo, I don't it even know might have been before that. I don't yeah. even know you as the music guy. I know you as the I used computer to, I used guy. To do this, man. This is back. See, he was the, probably the first bull out here selling the music. Oh, absolutely. So I don't even know Molly as the uh, the music guy, but he gave you a props when you got here. Though he said, "Yo, I think Molly might have put me on drink." I remember, and I remember the day I walked in your room. You, it was you and Bruce. You were roommates. Yeah. I walked Shout in the my room. My boy B Roy, man. And you were playing. You were playing the comeback season. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" He was like, "What's that boy from uh from uh what's the Degrassi?" Yeah. I didn't watch Degrassi. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, "I don't know what that is," but this shit is hot. So I mean, just shout out now, man. You 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 open you open you my, my ears up. Man, huh? you should, you should, I'm not gonna lie. Who put me on Drake? Oh man, I know who put me on Drake. <laughs> it don't matter who put me on Drake. But basically, <laughs> no, it was don't, um. Right, now it don't now it don't matter. That's what happens when bad memories come up? You just skip through it. No, I'm not a bad memory. It, it was my homegirl though. She kept, but it was it wasn't no no. She didn't do no research. Yeah. She might have just beat me to the punch. It was your best you ever had. She just kept playing oh, that shit. All right. She might have been playing for other reasons. I got you. No, we talking college. <laughs> <laughs> we talking. We talking college days. And I'm like, yo, turn that shit, that shit off. Right, right, right. This nigga talking about love. Turn that bullshit. Next off. thing I know, I'm saying like this, John. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Then, I, then I got then I played that whole tape. So far gone. Shout out to the homegirl though. One time. I, I, that joint. So far gone came out. I swear to God, real shit. Ass, Y'all might want to ask not dare this shit. I had that shit on repeat for a solid two you months. Was probably, you did too. I yo, know you did. I, I might have had more than two months. But <laughs> yo, I'm like, not gonna lie. So from what, just keep it on repeat. The, the shit would literally so we, play. So, so what are we smooth. talking? 2008? No, no, no. It was, before, it was like probably seven. It might have been seven. So far was, gone? No, no, no. Oh, so, talking so far he gone. Put, he put, no, so far oh, gone no, came yeah, out it was in seven. Oh, seven oh, eight. Oh, seven. It was our junior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we was in, me and Nadir were roommates. We were roommates Oh seven. We got to college, 05, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 05 was freshman, 06, sophomore. Yeah, so it was 07. But you told me about I mean, him in 06, niggas sophomore yeah, yeah. year. Y'all was yeah, yeah. probably just, ha- in, was probably just, yeah. y'all was probably just ha- happy to have some relevance. Like, you hey, Alaskan niggas, especially when it comes to rap, y'all probably ain't been hit some That's what I'm saying, man. LL. This nigga came out so of nowhere and started, started <laughs> setting shit straight. Like, I mean, it was all dark niggas. Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Cheesy around here. Hold up. This nigga got the tallest glass over there and filled it with liquor. In the bottom of it. And you had no small glasses back there. Ran and I had to clean this myself. <laughs> ran out of shirts, my nigga. I should have went upstairs. I had to right, pull you enjoy out. You ain't got no detergent. You like copas, man. We like copas. We gotta washing dishes with the water. <laughs> nigga, that's not called washing. My man rinsed it out. Like, we gotta get this nigga Molly Miles straight, man. Listen, so look. I'm gonna play this song, man. Yo, stop asking me what these songs is. We don't lay these songs down until afterwards, man. What? 
Whatever the song is, don't text me tomorrow and say, what's the song y'all oh, play? We I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We, we I don't that. know yet. <laughs> this nigga lays it down. I, we... that. I mean, if you want if you want more music, actually, go. Let's just, before before we get into the song, I'm going to circle back to the T.O.B.H. playlist, which is on SoundCloud, because right, I felt right. like I had to put some Toronto stuff on that with views coming out so people can understand where Drake was coming from, what he listens to and shit. So, yeah, man, we're going to... Make sure you check out that uh, T.O.B.H. playlist whenever you want. It's got some nice tunes on there. But we're going to get into some music and be right back. This ain't rocket science. All right. Same Rocket Science, episode 10. 10 of them things on the board, man. So, breaking news, a little breaking news. We're we breaking news here on uh, on the podcast. Ted Cruz has officially dropped out of the Republican presidency race. Um, yeah, so that means Donald Trump, he the man. We in, we in trouble, y'all. Damn, we need a man, Donald. Donald. 
The Donald. Damn, Donald. All right, so on that side of things, so basically out of the West, Donald's coming out of the Western Conference. He's coming out of the West, dog. All right, Hillary now. got a rep for the East. Right, we're still trying to figure out who's going to come out of the East. Even, even though Bernie's still holding it down, he just, shout out to Bernie, he won Indiana tonight, so he's saying, feel the burn, baby. I'm all with Bernie, man. <laughs> he's fighting. Come I'm on, all boy, with Bernie. All right, right, so Bernie and Hillary going to probably hold it down for the East, which is the home team. Right. And we just got to take it from there. But like I said, if you're not going to vote, I don't give a damn if you vote or not, but... I would advise you to at least vote to play defense against the Donald. Got to, man. My thing, I, I don't even have respect for the Republicans that are voting for this man. Like, I can understand everybody got their own, you know, Crips in the Bloods, Republican, Democrat. But, damn, like, if you're a Republican and vote for this man, what the fuck? Like, what are your morals? This man is like, he already voiced his opinion on how he feels about different ethnicities and all that stuff. What, what, are, you, what are your real views if you really want to vote for this man just because you want a Republican in the office? I think he views you as racist. I mean, <laughs> straight up. Maybe I'm ignorant or, or, or not well read on the on the fact, but I mean, I everything about Donald Trump is just you know negative from what I understand. I I haven't heard that one real positive message or thing that he plans on doing if he does take office. Build a wall. That's about it. They make jobs. And I'm not even sure how positive that is. It ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you already know how my man YG and Nipsey feel about that. Hey, we hey. we need the Mexican homies. They said they said it off, man. I like Taco Tuesday. They said it all, man. I just, I, like the thing with Donald, man. A lot. I think I feel like a lot of celebrities were behind him. Remember when like people were really, really behind him when it first happened, and I, they. Were, I think they felt like it was a joke. No, I don't remember people really being behind him. I, I, I've always said it's been interesting. Like I, I find it interesting myself. I laugh. Like I, I will laugh at when he talks about, and I got forty thousand people here supporting me. All right. And it'd be six thousand people there. <laughs> right. But when you look. And you see the people behind him, you think it's a, you think it's a lot right, of right. So I find his whole run entertaining, but now it's getting a little too, too little too, too scary for me. I remember yeah, when a little, little too close, close to the yeah, finish line, yeah, a little right. too close for comfort. Like it, it might really get ugly. I remember when Obama won. It was like, damn, you know, Obama. We got a black president. It almost gave like the presidency another level. Like I, I respected it to another level. Now I'm double thinking. Of, did that really mean shit? Like a black man win one eight years ago, a black man won. Then eight years later, Donald Trump about to win. If Donald Trump win, I'm, I think Kanye might really win in 2020. Because now, now they it's getting to the point where there's anybody. It's a celebrity battle. Bro, right, they right. got odds for Kim Kardashian winning. I see they 1,000 to 1. I, no, I think it was 5,000. I might got to touch those. The other day, there was 1,000 to 1. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, if she really run for president, she might, like, come on now. She might win that shit. How many million followers? Yeah. You know what? All them, all them followers might translate the views, but I mean, into votes. Into votes. You stuck on Drake. Yeah, all them shits might. I don't know, man, but it, it, it might. It, it might definitely get ugly if the boy Donald. I'm just rolling. I said it. This is. I've said it before on this podcast. I'm on record. I am rolling. I'm out. I holler at y'all later. Where I'm you going? Canada. I'm coming with you. Nigga, we were just talking about Toronto. Yeah. What are they? The third biggest city in North America. Yeah, man. We might gotta make that move. They about to add two more. Me and Mally right in Toronto with it. I got. I'm gonna stay in here. I gotta stick it out, man. No, uh, you bring the family like up. Said, to free health care, my niggas. Either way, you gotta pay the water bill, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> pay that in Toronto. <laughs> but yeah, they got water in Toronto. They got water in the tea, baby. Hopefully, I don't know. Like I said, either way, you gotta pay the water bill. But if Donald, if Donald end up up in that thing, you never know what you gotta pay. Nigga, it's real. It's gonna be some real business decisions if Donald get you got to you got to you got to pay to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that nigga get in there, oh man. But, but no, no, I'm, I'm gonna miss my man. I'm gonna miss my man Barack though. He he definitely killed the um the correspondence dinner. Oh His man, correspondence dinner. Yo, that's that would made me like if. I already felt like I'm gonna miss him when he leaves office, but after watching that last correspondence dinner, if you haven't, just Google it; it'll come up. That really made me. I'm really gonna miss that man, dog. He's witty, like he's the best president to me that I've ever seen in my 29 years of life. Right, that's what I was saying, to BG. Even though he may he may not have written, you know, all 100 percent of that whole script, is he he delivered it, and you could tell that he might have had some input on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The little witty jokes and everything. That's, that's and that's really his lane. I think that shows his personality more, more than ever. It, it's funny because like presidents tend to show themselves towards the end of their term. Right. Sort of like Kobe when he was going out. Kobe just started saying whatever he wanted, doing right. everyone. Yeah. Mike, like everybody do. George Bush did it. Got Bill tired Clinton of yeah, did it. You tired of playing the game? You already won. You tired of being humble? You, you can be I'm yourself. That's president. exactly what it is. You tired exactly. of being humble? So like, I'm 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 the president. I've been the president. Now I'm on my way out. It's whatever. He said. 
He said he showed up on color people time. And then said that's an acronym for what do you call it? Don't make a joke of white people. Yeah, a, like a, joke, a joke a joke white, white people, people shouldn't make. Another another joke white people shouldn't make. Uh Will, what was his name? Wilbon Wilbur? Well, Wilbon from ESPN? No, no, no. Wilbur. Uh he's on HBO. He's got his own show on HBO or Comedy Central. What's his name? I forgot, but he he basically addressed Obama. He was like, uh, my nigga, like my nigga, you did it almost. Oh, yeah, he yeah, used yeah, nigga yeah. in the correspondence speech. And a lot of he was getting a lot of backlash from a lot of people because he said nigga. But I mean he's a black person. That's but the, the nigga really did it though. Yeah, like he you my nigga. Like it's like me, it's if it's like you were the president and I was at your correspondence dinner. I said I was giving a speech, I said, My nigga, dapped you up. I think like that's cool. I ain't got no problem with that. That's, that's, that's just life. Like it's this people don't understand it's a double I mean, standard that, in this world, baby. I mean, but Live I mean with. That still may be inappropriate to a certain extent, though. I mean, and of course, mine is in a nigga slang. So would you just also be there, like you fucking did it, my nigga? Or is yeah, that too? He so, should have. So Larry, 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 Larry Wilmore, Larry Wilmore. That's his name. But yeah, I I would do that. So where do you draw a line? So so you fucking did it, my nigga. Is is that? No, that that's not over. The that's line. appropriate, also. It's a correspondence dinner. It's known for being a little like tongue cheek, little jokes in there. So why not? That's why he said it. So he wouldn't my, have said that shit in the White House. So my motherfucking nigga, that's still not too. Not too he should have said that. Nigga. That shit would have been hilarious. My motherfucking <laughs> nigga, and just dapped him up. He already dapped him up. Obama don't have a problem with it. Everybody else does though. People need to understand there's double standards in this country, and one of them is black people can say nigga, nobody else can. Now, I kind of feel like black people say nigga, but I don't feel like you should say it anywhere you want. For example. I think last episode or one before that, you said you don't say that work. Like, I mean, it's a certain place and time you shouldn't well, do yeah, it. Well, yeah, that's work, nigga. I ain't yeah, it's the correspondence dinner. I mean, that, I don't that ain't think... work. That's everybody coming there to unwind. Like, it's like stand-up comedy in that joint. Right. Like, okay, so you're telling me that's like the, the roast. Right. That's what it's like. Real shit. Similar, yeah. That's, what it, that's really what it's like. Now, I ain't going to say nigga at work like, nigga, you seen that shot by Kyle Lowry last night? That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is, man. That's what the whole point of the, the dinner is, you know, make light of some things. Obama says some jokes. Larry War- Wilmore says some jokes, man. It's funny. It's all about this comedy. It's comedy. If you say so, man. I, I was the whole time before. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that, that goes back to the whole Alan Iverson thing and what's appropriate, what's yeah, not in certain I, situations. I think you've been you've been taught by the system. I don't like how you're talking right now. My nigga, you are the system. Your family's the system. But what I'm saying is this, though. <laughs> maybe I'm my family, maybe, though. I'm my family, the system. I'm my family, the system. Because you like the lineage into it. Right, like, damn. See, you got a complex, man. Hey, this is what. My people, this is what we have to work through, man. Listen, it's bro. more than just light skin, dark skin. Yeah, it's all jokes. But nigga, I say it all the time, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's the same place, it ain't so. Yeah, and, and the places to at the at the last so maybe I don't know for a black president, and I'm black. I'm saying nigga. He should have been up there drinking Hennessy. He should have just been. He should have had a fucking Yankee hat on. Fuck that, yeah, nigga. He should have just like Kanye. He had the fucking Mac. He should have oh, had some jeans man. on. Con- man, Kanye came out that joint with the dad with the pants tucked in. Man, I'm not talking about that nigga on here, man. He was wild. He don't- man, how was he wild? Yo, you have a real problem with my nigga. people doing what they want. The contacts. Come the on, contacts bro. were tripping. All right, then. He what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? He snapped. I don't give a damn about wearing jeans and cowboy boots, right, nigga. But the contacts. That was a little over the top. The first thing I... Man, listen, but I, the theme was future. See, that's another thing people don't... Re- people see oh, the contact. Okay. The theme was, like, the future. So that's why you see a whole bunch of shiny shit and all that stuff. No, it I was, was all for that. I figured it was some type of... Uh, I figured it was some type of theme when I seen anybody in silver to black and, okay, look, it, when you said it was some... It did look somewhat futuristic. Futuristic, right, nigga, right. I don't give a damn what year it is. I don't want to see no niggas wearing blue contacts. He's, yeah, he snapped with that. They didn't even look blue. It looked gray. I didn't know it was blue until I saw it on Kim Kardashian snap. I was like, oh, it was, it was a blue eye. I should I gotta, I gotta remember to add her, add her to the oh, snap. Oh yeah, yeah, you got that's that's a necessary follow. Her and Kylie, I think Kylie, you like Kendall. I don't, I don't, I think Kylie, I like Kylie. Everybody like Kylie, man. Kylie's like the, the lottery pick. Everybody thinks she's the best one. Like I said, she's a creative player. You feel me? Right. But I, I like because she shows the black people some love every once in a while. <laughs> she be playing black music. Yeah, she wants to be black. Look how, look how she created herself. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. A lot of people don't want to be us, man. Embrace them. Nah, I ain't, I ain't mad at it at all. Look at this nigga, man. <laughs> I don't even like how you blew that joint up. Like, <laughs> why? Wow, look at his face, though, man. God, he, he did trip. He shouldn't have been wearing them contacts. That nigga, he was doing. I like how his jacket though did match uh, homegirl dress. The ball, ball main. 
Yeah, that joint, that joint was dope, man. That joint was dope. But on another, on another, uh, on another note, people ain't securing the bag out here, man. Or at least trying not to secure the bag. Got to secure the bag. See, Kanye, man. Kanye, he, he in his earlier career when he did that whole Taylor Swift shit, he wasn't securing the bag. I think somebody had to tell him. Now he's really securing the bag. But my homie Laramie Tunsil, who if people don't know him, Laramie Tunsil was an old Miss lineman who got drafted in the NFL draft this past weekend. Okay, this man, and it, it wasn't his fault, but ten minutes before his name was supposed to be called in the draft. A video came of him smoking weed out of gas mask. If that ain't the definition of not securing the bag, I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah, man. So basically, <clears throat> this past Thursday was the NFL draft. I mean, since I've been watching the draft, which is basically my whole life, this, this was really the most interesting draft ever. All right. So basically, like he said, like he mentioned, ten minutes before. NBA draft is to begin. Fucking video? Someone hacked Laramie Tunsil, who was projected to be between... Well, at first he was projected to be number, number one pick one. overall. Yeah. At worst, number six pick. Yeah. All right. But 10 minutes before the draft began, someone hacked his account and posted a video of him smoking weed out of a gas mask. Out of a fucking gas mask. So not yeah. only was he getting high, he was trying to get to the highest. <laughs> I, he was trying to get all the way high. Which is, I'm going to draft a player. That's the kind of player I want on my team. Because he want to go to extra. You're, you're not going to do it. You're going to do it all the way. You feel me? So when I saw the video, I said, that's the kind of guy I want. I want him. But other other GMs and other people who was actually making a pick didn't feel that way. So basically, he, he went from being between one and six to being pick number 13 cost by the like Miami Dolphins. Costing like $6 million. And in guaranteed money, it cost him between, well, in guaranteed money, it cost him about $7 million. But in totality, it cost him between seven and thirteen million dollars, just from where he was slotted in the draft. Come oh on, man! And like, <coughs> you ain't, ain't no getting that back. You gotta get that back in the in the in the second contract if you make it that far, yeah, which you yeah. will. But like, damn. Yeah. So then, so after, and this is all live, people. So he was he was already on set. He was already in the green room, and they have on camera when someone basically whispers in his ear, almost like it reminded me of when somebody whispered in George Bush ear. Oh, they're not. During 9 11, while he was reading books to the children. Right. Yeah, and my man whispered in George Bush ear, and my boy played it cool because, side note, I think he knew what was going down. Fuck but anyway, Tonsu was in the green room, all right, on draft day. Somebody basically telling me, like, yo, you need to check your Twitter. Somebody hacked you. Something going on, bro. All right, he played it cool. He stayed in there. So then, after he's finally drafted, somebody hacks, went from his Twitter, then hacks his Instagram. And basically, what they did was they post. They posted um, screenshots of him asking for money from his college coach, which if you don't know, it's illegal because in college, you're not supposed to take money. Even though that shit happens all the time. Even though it happens all the time. So basically, somebody was out there trying to ruin him right. on, on what should have been the best night of his life. It's fucked up. But I mean, but the moral of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, secure the bag. Don't be out here on, you can't document it. And that's my thing with like all these social networks. People be out here documenting too much stuff. He, he, when he took that video, he probably didn't know that was going to come and bite, in his, bite him in his ass when he was uh, potentially getting drafted. But still, why put yourself in that position? Right, right. From what he, from what he's saying, he, he was basically saying the video was two years old. Which it don't matter, but... And upon further investigation, you know, because first of all, not only did this video hurt his draft, draft stuff, he has a lot of stuff going on. Between injuries... Yeah. Uh, being charged with domestic abuse, which also, which extended from, well, domestic abuse really doesn't count, because he didn't beat on a woman. He actually beat oh, up his step Right, right, right. Which I actually, I actually, that I, would rise, again, that would raise his draft Again, style. again, when I heard his domestic abuse charge was from beating up a step that's the guy I want on my team. I want him, man. Because he beat up a step because <laughs> allegedly his step you know, touched, put his hands on his mom. I want, I need him on my and team. And that's the guy I want on my team. But upon investigation, they were trying to figure out, well, was it a step pop because he got his ass whooped who hacked his account? Right, right, right. They said, no, basically it was a runner. It was a runner for an agency. Basically, an agency wanted to sign something as a client, all right? Yeah. So they had a runner, which is a guy who connects. It's an in-between guy who connects Tunsil to the agency. Yeah. And Tunsil got tired of hanging out with him pretty much. And basically, he didn't want to be with the agency, so he got the guy fired and didn't want him around him. So long story short, the guy was salty. And leaked it. And which, leaked which it. Which is a bitch move. That's a yeah. terrible move. 
that's a bad move for the for the dude because I mean it's gonna get out. Words gonna get out, and he, that dude probably won't work again and whatever. Yeah, he's gonna get blackballed. Yeah, right. Which is, which he should because that was some bullshit, man. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you played yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but like, it, yeah, that was some bullshit move. But that that was a very interesting point in the draft, man. Tunsil, it's all about securing the bag, man. You got you got to secure. In that in that instance, the only way you can secure the bag is if, if you're getting high. Like why? Why even record it? And if you do record it, why even like send it out to people? He he might have texted the people and right. stuff like that. Because the crazy thing about it is like it's almost like the video was a setup. Because I almost think the video camera might have been on a tripod. Because when you peep it, you see a white guy light him up. Like Tunsil's wearing a gas mask, and in front of the camera, you see a white hand like light, light the lighter light. and put it to the mask. I mean, he he had old Miss, so it's a whole. Uh, yeah, and man. then he had a Confederate flag behind him. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it definitely <laughs> was. He did have a Confederate flag behind, him, so it clearly wasn't his apartment. But I mean, in old Miss, you never know. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That might might be some racial overtones in there. We might have to do a little more investigating. <laughs> Sounds like a setup. It yeah, definitely, it, definitely, it, def it definitely was a setup. But that definitely made made it the most interesting draft ever. So he slid down. Slid this slid, man. I wanted the Jets to grab that nigga. Real so how right. you feel about the, the Jets draft, though? So, we got Christian Hagenberg, right? Was this our first pick? No, no, no. We got uh, Darren Lee, who was a linebacker from Ohio State, with our first pick, which yeah, I was he, very he, underwhelmed He with. tried to do the running challenge on the stage yeah, on with the Goodell. Stage. I mean, he I, said before the draft he was going to do it. I was hoping he didn't. Uh, what, and he what, tried it, and Goodell just looked at him. Whatever, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't for all that shit. That would have made me not want him from, from Rick. I ain't want him because... I didn't even see that, by the way, because when the draft was happening, I was at work, so at work is, bu is busy on the draft night. We covering your bitch-ass Eagle team, so, like, it's just a lot going on. So, mm -hmm. I couldn't even really focus like I wanted to, but... You want to be focused on his ass open, nigga. You better <laughs> put some respect <laughs> on her name, nigga. One pick that I did see was Christian Hackenberg, who's a quarterback, second round. The crazy thing is, when we did this podcast, right, mm -hmm. and you asked me about quarterback, and I brought up Christian Hackenberg. And I said I might be fine with them drafting, and these niggas really do. But there you go. So what's, what's the problem? At the where they picked him at the second round, I don't know if I'm that comfortable. But I do think he can be a great game manager. He could be a good ma game manager in the NFL. And at the end of the day, it's only like six, seven elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Everybody else is game managers. He could be one of them. Hopefully, it works out. But y'all got a young quarterback room over there. So who y'all got in there? Y'all got y'all got Geno. We got Geno Smith holding it down. We got Bryce Petty from Baylor who was drafted last year, and then we got a rookie. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is not under contract right now. Hoping they can sign him. Actually, so, I ain't even hoping that they can sign him. That nigga is trash, really. But he just gives us the better chance of winning from everybody else. So all in all, how do you feel like the Jets did in the draft? It was a. I give him a. I give him a C plus. I'm hard on my grade, man. I ain't giving you no A just because you my team. This is C plus. I would love. I would like to see them get Malcolm Floyd, but the Bears took him. They were trying to move up to get Tunsil, who we were just talking about, mm -hmm. but they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't get him. They were trying to move up from the Jets picked at twenty. He went at sixteen, I think, to the Dolphins or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to move up, but they couldn't. Whatever they were offering, it didn't work out. But I would have loved Tunsil. I would have said, I don't care if you smoke weed. Put him on my offensive line to protect my quarterback. You smoke weed in the NFL. About four. I, I would go on a limb and say about forty percent of the NFL smokes weed. So, you know what I mean, yeah, probably more than. That. Well, with the Eagles, I mean, like I've already talked about it on the podcast. We we, we we moved up number two pick. Everybody knew we were taking Wentz. I like y'all draft. Nobody else does. But I like Wentz. 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 We we gonna see what Wentz is. I find it interesting our our, our later our later round picks because <laughs> basically we we went for uh. We basically got more bang for our buck by drafting guys that had some type of character issues. Which sometimes does work. It does work. So Them niggas can really play. They just got something wrong with them. Without, without getting too deep into it, the, the one guy who I found funny was a guy that we, we, we drafted, Smallwood, the running back out of West Virginia. <laughs> what, I, what I found funny about this guy is that, uh, you know, we're in the Twitter era, the social media era. Right. So basically... We're getting old. So the kids being drafted now basically had, you know, social media ever since they could, you know, think, think and spell and, <laughs> you know, right. and create thoughts. Right. So Smallwood back in 2011. And I don't know how people find these things so, so fast, but he basically tweeted know. about hating Philadelphia, even though he's from Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> right. He, he, he tweeted about hating Philadelphia. And I guess it was just one random day he didn't want to go to Philly. And then he also tweeted that 75% of the niggas in Philly is gay. <laughs> He said something about thoughts. He too. tweeted that, you know, Philly got all the fatties. <laughs> and I'm not sure what was going on in this young man's life at the time that he didn't want to go to 
he didn't want to go to Philly. But I'm also sure he didn't know that five years later he would right. be drafted by the Eagles and people would be pulling these tweets up. That's what I had to tell people. At, like, I work at a sports station and we cover the Eagles, like I said. I had to, like, people were saying, I can't believe he would tweet all the... I was like, yo, he was 16 he, he when was he high tweeted school. these. Right, like, right, right, right. I mean, right. he was young. If, if you really... look back at my freshman year in college tweets, I might get fired. But the funny thing about us being in the social media era is, like, this this, this happens every year now. Right. For example, at this year's past draft, uh, I want to say, what's the guy named from the Lakers? Um, Larry Nance. It might have been Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. So, he said something about Kobe. So he said something about Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is basically 10 I don't years even ago. remember that. Yeah, yeah. This is basically 10 years ago. He was in high school. He basically talked about how Kobe's a rapist. Oh. And then he gets drafted to the Lakers. Damn, they and that had was a whole a, bunch of problems. And that was an <laughs> awkward situation to handle. That was an awkward situation to talk to Kobe about. I didn't even know. And, and, basically, uh, <laughs> and basically, Kobe forgave him. It also happened again um, with, with, with Kaminsky from Wisconsin. Yeah. He could have came out after his junior year. He was like, why would I come out? When I'm going to be a high pick and be drafted by a team like the Charlotte Bobcats, when here in Madison at Wisconsin, I play in front of thirty thousand every night, and then they get got, and then he gets drafted by, you know, the Bobcats. So these young kids, <laughs> I gotta watch what y'all tweet. I gotta watch what you tweet, man. Secure the bag. Look down the road, especially if you're an athlete or anything. That's what when I first and when I first met, made my Twitter, I didn't put my real name on it. I put like some random stuff, but if you put your real name on it, which people tended to do, like when they were younger, they didn't know too much. Yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah, so now like your shit's out there. You can go back, check your name. You can't find my tweets from most of them. I challenge anybody to find yeah. my tweets when I was see, in Dell State. See, I didn't know any better, so I basically made my Twitter the same way I made my, my Facebook. I made it like very legit. And then after about thirty-two thousand tweets, I realized, oh, this wasn't the way to go. And that's when I went ahead and switched it. But I, I'm not sure. I may have to check Google tonight and see if any old tweets show up from. Uh, Tremaine Johnson But another guy That the Eagles selected Was Jalen Mills Oh you know Before I get to Jalen Mills Another thing about Smallwood was He was also um, Arrested for Tampering with a witness That you like In a murder case And that's a guy I like You like that I like a guy That's going to go Tamper with a witness To protect his friend I, I feel you on that you feel I like me? that So I feel like That's a good locker room guy For us I feel you man okay, That's a that character that's, that's the kind of character I like You know Some that may be a red flag That may be a character flaw but for him to be accused, he was young too. Yeah, yeah. So for him to be accused of intimidating a witness in a murder trial, I need him in my locker room. I, I need you, him man. running my football. I, I, hey, listen, I, I completely agree with you on that. You need that in the locker room, the teammates. You know I mean, look at the Lakers. They all dysfunctional and shit. Niggas running around, staking Snapchats and pictures of other people. I need somebody that's going to hide something. <laughs> there you go. That's what you need. And then my man Jalen Mills that we picked up from LSU. He was accused of whooping a whole ass. Now, I'm, I'm not going to condone that. But I believe his story, not the hope. <laughs> so. All right. And basically, he called to Josh in the show today. Oh, All right. He? Yeah, he called in. Oh, okay. All right. And basically, what he explained was it was his ex. It was his ex girl, and they broke up. So a month later, she accused him of beating her up at a party right. thirty days ago. Oh, man. And the charges was dropped, and you know it just wasn't true. Okay. But you know, on all the headlines, he was he was arrested. Right. He was. And it just looked bad. And that's, that was her plan, and I guess it worked. But in the old way, I give the Eagles an A. Damn. <laughs> an A? I give them an A, man. I ain't going to lie. I give them an A, too. I ain't going to lie. I give y'all an A. Y'all did a good job, man. Mainly mainly because I like Smallwood uh, protecting his homeboy. That's, you know what I'm saying? Even though good. his homeboy ended up uh, confessing to the murder. Oh, word? <laughs> which is why, hold up, which is why the charges were dropped through a Smallwood. Because Smallwood, so that's my thing. Smallwood tried to intimidate a witness for good reason because his man really killed someone. Right? Oh, you gotta have him in the locker room. He ready to do whatever, man. Right, right. But if his man didn't 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 uh, confess to the crime and they went and they went to trial, Smallwood most likely would have got convicted. Damn. So it all works out in the end. I'm glad I know this, man. Hey, man. So like I said, I give us an A. We might only win six games this year, but you know, hey, A is A. So up next, man, we got Am I Wrong? We're going to twist it up. We're going to make it a little better this, this time. Week three, this is three straight weeks, man. Three straight, hey, man, Am I Wrong? The people like it. So we're going to try something new. Giving the people what they want. Got to give them what they want. So up next, Am I Wrong? I know you want this for life Taking pictures with all my eyes But I can't 
have no wife I just want you for the night I know you want this for life Taking pictures with all my eyes But I can't have no wife I just want you for the night I know you want this for life Fuck you so good, you be calling out the Christ Bottles of the tech, got it laid on ice We spent four seasons at the four seasons twice You be calling out your homegirls like I'm his wife Hell nah, you tripping, reevaluate your life I can't love no bitch, every single hoe is trife Ask some dirty sprite just to get me through the night But I need you there Promise that I need you there Ain't no other bitch gon' fuck me like you do, I swear Put that on my gang, I swear I just can't put you on front and like you wanna know But baby, you is not no hoe And I put it on my gang, I'm not no average joke It's Yachty from the block, you know I know you want this for life Taking pictures with all my eyes But I can't have no wife I just want you for the night I know you want this for life Taking pictures with all my eyes But I can't have no wife I just want you for the night this, that was Lil Yachty, One Night. Y'all got to check out that video, man. And that video just dropped, uh, I think, today, actually. That's a, that's a good a good video. Again, Lil Yachty, One Night. Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're back with Am I Wrong, man? Am I Wrong? It's third straight week, and uh, we're going to get right into it. I'm Rakita. I'm from North Philly. Am I wrong for thinking that just because a man pays child support doesn't mean that he shouldn't still contribute in other areas financially? Like, for example, summer is coming and summer camp needs to be paid. He should be paying half of that bill. Or in September when school starts and the child needs school clothes and sneakers and things like that, um, that should be split too. Just because you pay child support doesn't mean you don't still have to do extra. Am I wrong? See, right here, it seems like we have a failure to communicate. All right. <clears throat> See, you. I heard one word, and it said think. All right? You shouldn't think anything. You got you to gotta verify, you know? You shouldn't put that. If, if he thinks one way and you think one way, that's how miscommunication starts. Okay. So you shouldn't think that he should give you more money than child support. Because what's child support? Child support is supposed to go to certain things that is necessary for the child, mm -hmm. you know? So, I think you and him have to get on the same page. Maybe you propose it to him. Hey, little John John going to summer camp this, this, this summer. So, is it cool if we go half on that? Put it in his, put it in his, back in his, uh, put it in his boat and, and phrase it like that. Okay, so, all right. <clears throat> so, basically, you're saying if she has a problem, she needs to talk to him about the problem. Yeah, yeah. Don't think. Don't, don't think. You know, ask it and... Don't assume, because to me, thinking is assuming. I heard assume when I heard think. That's exactly what she did. She you know assumed I mean? she should get more. That's what I'm saying. So she has a problem. You think she should reach out and she should communicate. Exactly. Instead of having a problem with him. Just ask. So is she wrong for thinking? Yes. Don't think. Communicate. But only because you think she should just, you know, talk to the man about what Yeah, talk more. to see. Hey, he has this coming up. Now, as a man that doesn't have kids, I'm going to defer to you on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to you. Is she wrong? Well, I'm going to make this a lot easier than you did. You motherfucking right, she wrong. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? I, I feel as though child support is a set amount. It's a set amount to support the child. Right. Now, if it's, a not, if it's not enough for summer camp, summer clothes, summer trips, whatever the hell you're trying to do, then you need to go back to court and get a higher amount. Because <clears throat> you put it in the court system. Right. Because, I mean, he's in the system. Right. So I feel like it's a set amount to... Support the kid. Right. Now, of course, as a man, he should probably want to do extra or do whatever else he can do. But, but he shouldn't have to. All right. He pays his set amount. He takes care of his child. And that's all you can ask for. 
Outside. All right, so like I said, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to get some opinions from the outside, all right? Maybe sometimes BG and myself, we don't we don't know the exact answer, all right? Maybe. So here we go. What's up? This is Candace from Atlanta. And Rikita, I don't think you're wrong. Y'all both laid down and made the child, so y'all both should equally pay for the child. I think child support is just the minimum set amount for what a man should have to pay for his child. But does that mean that's all you have to pay? No. So if your child want to go horseback riding, fishing, swimming, it's 50-50. Now, Candace, you wrong. Candace, you out your goddamn mind. If it was the minimum amount, then it wouldn't be child support. It, child support sets the maximum amount. Am I am I wrong? Believe me when I tell you, they want the max. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, if it was the minimum, it wouldn't be the minimum. It would be the maximum. They set the maximum. So, the maximum is... Exactly what it sounds like. The maximum. What you feel? I'm not getting all that bullshit. Candace, shut. You, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get it. All right. Who, who we got next? Who we got next? Who we got next? Pete Bell, French Lake, Indiana. She's absolutely wrong for expecting a dude to contribute anything else after she decided to put him in a system and put him on child support. That child support is exactly what it says. It's child support towards everything. Daycare, food, housing. Like, that's on you now. You decide to put him in a system, so don't ask for anything extra over top of that. Anything he decides to do is on him. He's not warranted or is mandatory for him to do anything else. So you're wrong. I got to agree with my man Pete Bell from French Lick, Indiana. <laughs> I mean, that's just, you know. I agree with him, too. That's similar to what we just said. I don't, I, I agree with him. It's the, it's the minimum. It's like every everything else, at least have a conversation or just pick up the tag. Like, you know what I mean? I'm Jerry from Philly, and I wanted to know, am I wrong for putting a double standard on the order in which certain sex acts occur? I feel like two girls and a guy, that's a threesome. But two guys and a girl, she's being partied, and it seems sort of degrading. What do you think? Are you wrong? No, you are not wrong. All right? I agree with you. Two girls, one guy is a threesome. All right. Two guys, one girl. I'm not going to call it degraded. It's definitely not degraded. It's all at the discretion of the of the young lady. Right. So what I want to say is this. I could be wrong, and I'm going to let the ladies tell me I'm wrong. The same way I feel about having two girls, which I like. I'm all for threesomes. The girls probably feel that same way about guys. But they let society tell them they're a whore. They let society tell them it's degrading. All right? And that stops them from enjoying what they may like. They may like it. I think all girls would like to have two guys. It's like, I like to have two girls. But you got to let... If you let society not pollute your thoughts and your feelings, I think all y'all like to be party. <laughs> but me personally, I, I'm not a... I'm not a I'm not a fan of the partying situation. Like I'm just not that comfortable. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't I, really, I don't. I don't see the point in it. Yeah, I don't know what they call it, sword fighting. Nah, I, I, yeah. I, I'll pass on that. Well, some people say as long as you don't what they call it, cross swords, it's cool. But yeah, I, I, I just don't find it necessary unless you're unless you're like in a crunch for time and y'all <laughs> both got to get it popping. You know, I kind of feel like why can't you hit that then I follow up or right, or right. vice versa. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I've never participated in uh, your traditional train. <laughs> Like a guy in the front, a guy in the back with a you know a young lady in the middle. So I I don't know. That's just that's just me. <laughs> All right. So how about yourself? Have you are, are you nah, with that or? Yeah, I, I mean I've never participated in what, what what did you call it? Your traditional training. Your traditional. Which call? Some people call it partying. I guess this is a party. Yeah. All right. I yeah. guess it's like in church when they say when one or what they say two or more gathered. <laughs> that's church. <laughs> so I guess here I mean yeah. <laughs> two or more gathered. That, that would be your your party. Or train. All right. So I, I don't know. That, that, that's just me. Yeah. I, hey, you never. But then you got to look at the young lady. I mean, maybe she. It's all at the discretion of the young lady. Yeah, I mean, if they enjoy being quote unquote partied. Which, like I said, the only reason why girls act like they're not down with it is because of society. I mean, that could. You bring up a, a very interesting point right there. That might be. You might have just got to the bottom of something. But no, no, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a double standard because everybody knows it's okay for you know men to have multiple women, but it's never been okay for you know girls to uh, have multiple guy partners. But let me let me get to a story though because I remember back, like I said, I've never been in, <laughs> on your traditional train. All right, but I have been. I have been, I don't know how to explain this, in these type of situations per se. Not a train, but, you know, just niggas just like, 
Like an assembly take, line take, almost? Assembly line. Taking your time. Okay. And I like to take a flashback. I want to say back at Dell State. State. <laughs> Where uh, me and my man. Oh, I can't do it. I, I can't I can't mention my name. So basically, I, I, had, I, had, I had a joint come through. You feel me? So we getting busy. All right. Now we're in the suite. <laughs> uh-huh. no, you know how in your suite you got your bedrooms right, 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 in college. Right. So we're in the suite. We getting it popping. The lights is out. Now you might got one little shadow because the bathroom light is on. Right. So we getting it popping. All right. Now, upon my climax, all right, <laughs> as this young lady gets off top of me, you know, which was obstructing my view, I see a young man sitting in the dark with his legs just crossed <laughs> in a business meeting type of <laughs> type of posture. And all I hear is, <laughs> you mean, and I quote, you mean to tell me I can't hit that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that that's was what his, he said to the one. That's what he said to the young lady. <laughs> that was his line to the young lady. <laughs> I mean, which can she say after that? <laughs> you mean to tell me I can't hit that? <laughs> and I guess I mean someone call it a game, but it worked. <laughs> so that's my thing. So they, they did what they had to do, and and that was it. So that's funny, right? Like I said, I, I've never participated in like I said your traditional train, but I guess that's, that's the closest because I, I said. I don't think a party is, is necessary unless you're trying to prove a point or literally smut a chick out. All right. I, I don't see the point of two niggas just running through a chick. Unless that's what she's wanting. I unless mean, you know. That, that At the end of the day, it's, unless that's what she wants. That's what, yeah, that's what you want. But to answer your question, no, I don't think you're wrong because it's definitely it's definitely a double standard. It's frowned upon. It's definitely, it's definitely frowned, frowned upon. upon. It's frowned upon. So what you think? Was she wrong or? I don't even know. I, I'm going to say no. But I don't. I, I really don't know. And let, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> He's gonna stay clean. He has I'm no opinion. I'm gonna stay clean on this one, man. <laughs> All right, and that was am I wrong? All right, now before we get out of here, let's do this quick. Highlight the website tiredofbeinghumble.com. Yep. Follow, follow myself on Instagram tr4maine. Mm-hmm. You are at sir underscore william. All right, and also shout out to my man Nasty Nah. Nasty Nah, dear, launching the site. First Class Dreams website's up and running. That's one cdtv.com. Mm-hmm. All right, and May nineteenth in Brooklyn, New York, the premiere of his new movie, mm-hmm. Almost One. Also on tiredofbeinghumble.com, we have the new merch about to hit, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it, man. This ain't rocket science. Ooh. All right, shout out to all the mamas. Right, right, right. Shout out Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout, Shout out to all the mamas. I usually cook for my mom on Mother's Day, so I might do that this Mother's Day, man. I normally uh just say Happy Mother's Day. So, Dang. this ain't Rocket Science, <laughs> episode 10. Shout out to Mal sitting in. Out of town, Mal. All right, right. That's it. <laughs>